10,000 units of vitamin A? Well, a one pound of polar bear, polar bear liver has 9 million. One, okay, say that again. One pound of polar bear liver okay. has nine million units of vitamin A, and the adult stomach can only handle. Oh no, no, adults can stomach ten thousand units. <laughs> <coughs> You're gonna overdose on vitamin A. Who thought you could do that, dude? Yeah, I thought you couldn't. <laughs> I thought you couldn't like overdose on like on vitamins. vitamins. But I guess at, at this point, you can. I wonder. Okay, this is one that just popped into my mind right now. Like. Like for these viewers who like heart the, the the broadcast, I wonder if it's simply because they want us to like, like let's say let's say I was just watching or whatever. Like they want me to click on their profiles to go like maybe like like likes for to likes. Get your attention. Yeah, 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 yeah. So then we end up with a thousand likes after uh, after one hour, and yet no one follows us on Instagram or, <laughs> or social media. I, li I like you, but not that much. <laughs> right. Interesting enough, though, uh, Jocko released a little article, and I'm, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I I believe it's his idea, but um, and this wasn't. I mean, it was part of the plan to bring it up, but I was planning to bring it up at the end. But since we're talking about likes and social media, uh, on the Echelon front page, they released an article saying open door policy does not work, mm -hmm. and he says more than are they. The article says. Are, uh, summarizing but says that it doesn't work because usually your subordinates are scared or they're like they're they are just like it's like trying to ask a girl out you know you, you have that anxiety of kind like of intimidated yeah yeah they're intimidated like you're the boss whatever and i know i definitely feel feel that a lot a lot of times i still feel that now and you know so they so they bring up instead of an open door policy you should have an empty chair policy so you as a leader you as a manager go out and talk to your subordinates talk to your mm. personnel you do. You take the initiative to, you know. And it's interesting because I wanted, I, like I said, I wanted to say this at the end of the podcast, but we can just roll into it now. Is like, because I've, I've said that since the beginning. I'm like, hey, guys, get to us, whatever. And lately, at least, like all my public encounters have been way more fulfilling. And like, what what I do want to say is like, you know, if if you see me in public, like, hopefully I get to, you know, hopefully we get to know each other. Like, I I, I do see that as way more effective than like, hey guys, send us an email. Hey guys, you know whatever. And even then, like. You could send an email with like minimal, like, not no. That's not the that's not the right word. I guess, I I guess the original idea, and I think this is why they brought it up, is like. Usually, you would think it'd be easier because you don't, there's no confrontation there, but I guess, and I I will support this. That's why I'm, that's why that's one reason why I'm saying it on the podcast. But you as a leader should still take every account of initiative into your hands. As opposed to saying, oh, I have an open door policy. If you want to come talk to me, you can message me any time of day, whatever. And now I wish I would have read that article back in June when I was doing this, the team challenge because then I would have taken a whole different approach. Yeah. It would have been totally different, you know. Mm -hmm. And even then, like, I would text, you know, maybe every – because I didn't want to bomb people, bombard people either, yeah. which I easily could have, you know, 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock in the morning, like, when I, whatever. But, you know, I would have still taken that approach differently. And it's like, okay, I know that now. And it's like, okay, I can – that's interesting, and it, it's cool in my mind listening to that because he's not my direct supervisor, but you know someone else above me who occasionally gives me work. He's never said he has an open door policy, but he 
he has come around at least to my area and be just like, "Hey, you okay? Like, you guys doing okay? You know, you need anything? Stuff like that." And I always say no, and it kind of weirds me out because like, why are you asking me? But right. But not listening to this in, in this context totally makes sense and. I wonder if he picked that up from anywhere or it's just kind of he h- that was he one of his talents as a, yeah. as a leader where he picked up was like hey, you know you know what I'm going <laughs> to take the initiative to go see how see yeah. how my people are doing you know and it's like oh man okay <laughs> you know like yeah. now I'm like looking for and this is one thing that it's kind of hard over a podcast because what I'm thinking now is like I have to see you in person you know like I, I at least that's my preference now I'm going tr- I'm going to change that um, it's funny cuz this is also something that Jocko talks about as far as like people people accusing others of being like flip-floppers as opposed to like, no, I just have new context that I'm willing to support. So I'm gonna change my point of view. I'm gonna change my way of action, to then hopefully make it make the interaction better, make make the business better, make whatever, make the relationship better. Yeah. You know, and that's at least that's what comes to mind because, uh, you know, given the, and I'm not gonna get deep into it. That's why I have the cr- the questions written out a certain way today. But, you know, the political atmosphere today, specifically after Super Bowl Sunday, I mean, not Super Bowl Sunday, but just Football Sunday mm-hmm. and, like, the kneeling and the sitting down and the and Trump uh, being an idiot. Like, I'm all about respecting the president, but you can't, you can't, you cannot, like, I'm, tr- I'm trying to think of the right word. You just cannot, and I'm not even talking about support. I'm not saying, like, to disrespect the president, but, like, how can you tolerate yourself to do that? I don't know. Like, it's, it's interesting. It's interesting the approach that he's still taking yeah you know and i get pushing boundaries but man like i it's 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 still too much Mm -hmm. to be to say okay sir you are still correct it's like uh really (laughs) really? yeah it's pretty tough you know because my my bottom line is still like he's the president he's still the leader regardless he's a bad leader i mean if there's actually i'm gonna write this down but now i'll put this in the show notes but there's a there's a there's a a little excerpt from jocko podcast he talks about how to take advantage of a bad leader and it's only like a few minutes long, so it's not hard. It's from the podcast, but he, they, of course, Echo takes it out and he makes it like it's like a five-minute excerpt. Uh-huh. But essentially, it's talking about give this gives you the rain to to be a leader. That's the bottom line. It gives you. And actually, right. they went Facebook Live, and some guy asked him like, "I have an assistant manager that he's not doing. He, that he's not being. A, I don't know if this guy particularly was a manager himself, but he said the assistant manager wasn't being a good leader. How can I help instill extreme ownership? And Jocko says there too. He's like. You take the reins. You fill that gap. You understand the situation. You understand, okay, this guy, does, he hasn't been coached enough yet, maybe. Mm-hmm. Either you coach him, or if, I, I'd say if you're a subordinate, because that's pretty much our stands right now, me and you, in our workplace environments. That, at least so far, I mean, the past five, six years that we've been out of uh, high school and then now a couple years out of college, of like right now we're still subordinates. But what, what I'm learning from Jocko is like, you know, don't step on his toes either, because then you start fighting his ego. Mm-hmm. And actually, it seems like we're going to work backwards here because my last seg- segment was ego. I wanted to bring that up and, like, decision-making and how emotion, like, emotion is what's driving all this political stre- stress anyways. Yeah. You know, like, everybody's reacting on emotion. And today, it's funny enough, I had a little Facebook conversation with a, with a liberal viewist. And, and he has this thing. And at, at, the, at the end of the day, I stopped replying. And, and it wasn't because I, you know, I wasn't in it to win. I was honestly in it to understand because I, I had to make sure I asked the right questions. Because at the beginning, I was I, I got emotional about it. Cause bottom line, uh, one of I guess Facebook mutual friends, because I don't have a, I don't have this guy as a friend, mm-hmm. but uh, Facebook mutual friends posted something about because her their family was uh, has a military background, blah, blah blah, and she's traveled a lot and whatnot. So she's like, you know, 
she think whenever she hears the anthem, whenever she sees the flag, she thinks about all those men that haven't come, men and women that haven't come back. The thing, everything we've heard about, right? So then this person responds was like, "Well, isn't that what they fought for? Isn't what they died for? Like for our freedom, our right to 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 retaliate, to rebel, to to show that you know we're standing for this." Mm-hmm. And she put, "Yes, but it's it's still stepping on, you know the." It's still stepping on the names of those who did serve. So then I, I did butt in because I'm like, man, like, they're, they're, obviously there's miscommunication here. And I get the emotional side from her. And I, I don't disagree with him. And I'm not neutral because I, I do have a point of view. But that wasn't my objective of the conversation. Right. And uh, so, we came, so, I, so then I butted in. I, sent, I put one of uh, Jocko's video, which, which I also put on here. It's called Pawn. And basically Jocko talks about, you know, essentially, I'm going to put it out there, the American bubble. And we've brought the bubble several times on different circumstances where it's a bubble of the college you went to. I think we've even talked about this with Eddie. I've brought it up with Eddie. I've pushed that boundary of like where he went to school and like, you know, that little climate that, that they're so used to. So then when they go out into the real world, when they're actually trying to audition, when they're trying to make their music happen, it's like, whoa, this yeah. isn't what happened in college. They didn't teach us. They didn't teach us how to adapt to this in college. Mm-hmm. Anyways, so from there, he's and I, I don't even want because right now we're going live on live.me. So I'm, I'm not going to get out of it. But. You know, we kept talking, and then at some point, at, by the end of the conversation, he got to the point where he's like, I'm not, I'm not against, you know, patriotism. I'm not, I'm not against American value. I'm just saying, like, sometimes you have to act in order to be seen, right? I'm like, okay, those are two different things. Because people, we're talking about the National Anthem, and what I, my, my main point, this is where I stopped replying after this, but my main point was that I'm like, the American flag and the Pledge of Allegiance and the National Anthem should, should be greater than us as individuals. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I, I don't disagree with taking a stand, but it's like, I, I do still believe that there is a better way to take a stand. And, and it's like, these guys, they have voices. They're NFL football players. Yeah. They're, they're, they're a small percentage. Mm-hmm. If they can actually make a more impact, were you going to say something? I was just going to say, they have clout. Like, they have clout. Yeah. They can do this. And, and it's interesting to me because, you know, and to me, this is what I tend at the end because I said, you know what? I don't, dis- I don't agree with what the president did. But I'm like, all it shows is that it shows his character. I'm like, do we want to stoop to his level? And this is where I put me and him on a common ground. I'm like, do we want to stoop to that level as a, as a, peop- as a person, as a people? Mm-hmm. And I, I'm, I'm more than positive the consensus is no. Because that's some, I, I think that's very terrible what he did. Like, I, that, that gives him no right. Yeah. So I, I see the ounce of tyranny that people are scared of. You know, like, I mean, I, 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 I don't want to bring that word out, but it's, it's, it's a thing, right? So I understand it, but at least saying, okay, do we agree with it? No, but do we, do we want us to down to level? Now, acting in those ways, I just still feel like, like these NFL players have clout. All Luis and all these kids that I hear about talk about NFL players, talk about NBA players. They have leverage to make yeah. change. But showing, and this goes back to sportsmanship, this goes back to a lot of things that we're, we are trying to teach kids, but then you wonder why they rebel. And, and, and it, but the, the, I guess another bigger picture to just reiterate is like the bubble. Mm-hmm. It goes back to that. At, at least that's my thing. I, what, what's your take? Cause I, I didn't want, I didn't want to bring it up. I didn't want to bring up too much the political, but I want to make, make the point of like, you can have a dialogue. And I, I brought this up too. I was like, you know what them, the point is, cause he, cause at some point he even put, it's just a song. Mm-hmm. Like that was part of his statement. This yeah. guy, that's guy. Yeah. I'm like, if it's more than, and I said, this is where it starts separating because if it's just a song then you don't understand yeah i'm like you don't understand and the bubble's way worse for and i i i'm not even gonna say i'll I'll let everybody just guess but like i'm not even willing to 
to like give any type of leverage to that person because like, if it's just a song, then you, we're in the wrong conversation right now because mm-hmm. that means the basics are out of the door. And interesting enough is like, okay, what are we rebuilding here? Like, okay, are we, are we going to just have to have, and th- I, okay, I really didn't kind of go into this, but are, are, and this, I, I thought about this. I'm like, are, are we really going to have to have just segregated areas because of the way society sh- is shifting? Seth Godin talks about tribes. Yeah. We're just going to have a bunch of tribes. So if, if that's what happens, then what? I don't know, man. That's tough because I feel like we have had tribes in the past, and it wasn't it wasn't a pretty past, you know. Mm-hmm. It's uh, and I and I'd like your full honesty because, like I said, I didn't I didn't plan on necessarily going so deep on this, yeah. but but uh, to be fair, I love I like football, mm-hmm. and 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 yesterday wasn't ruined for me. I still watch all the games. I just yeah. watch as many games as I could, even though you know whatever, you know. But I. I I try to just not watch the intros because you know half these teams were sitting down or not out in the in the stadium, yeah. and I waited till the game started. And I because I still I was I'm not gonna boycott because I still like the game enough. Right. And I don't ha- I don't have a favorite team like these kids like oh my god this person I don't I just watch football game I watch who's doing what right who's doing what wrong. Yeah. And uh, I'm able to to dissect it like that. But mm-hmm. what I want I, to continue as I without digressing again is like giving I guess getting your opinion point of view whatever it is on this. <laughs> Uh, issue or situation I think I think it is okay to try and make a point you know to to if you have the spotlight on you then and y- and you feel strong enough about the topic then yeah you know may, may make a point get your get your voice heard but I, I do agree to to the extent basically what you said you know this is the national anthem and and it's just something bigger than us, really. Like, and that was my whole point. Yeah. So, because I I feel like a lot of people are are, a lot of people, are upset, not not only because it's the national anthem, but I think, because they they think that it's kind of like, for no reason, like that he's trying to make a point for nothing. <laughs> but no, that's that's also the wrong way to see it. Like. You have you you have your values. You know everybody has things that they care about, that they that they are very emotional, that they feel very passionate about. Like this is just something that he feels passionate about, and everybody else that feels you know the same way. And I think it's it's okay to you know to take a stand and and have your voice be heard. But I I do think that maybe this this shouldn't have been the stage to do it. At. Yeah, and that's my only thing. Like, and that's why that's why I was more than happy to bombard this per, this mutual friends time uh, like feed because like no like i want to get to a point to where no we're on even playing ground my whole point is that yes you can speak but if the national anthem and the flag is just a thing a common noun not a proper noun to you then we're in the wrong argument anyways yeah and that was my whole point that's that's, that's why at some, at some point he got to his final points and he brought up like three at least for me there were three separate arguments one was the national anthem and the flag being one Racial issues, which I don't, I'm not, and I told him, like, I'm not disagreeing. Is there racial, um, is there racial issues? Yes, there absolutely is. Mm-hmm. And, but, w- and th- of course, it'd be, it'd probably be interesting if you listen to one of our episodes where I talked about, and we've brought it up maybe two or three times, of, of, uh, people falling through their cracks. Cause he, oh, he brought up Rosa Parks. Mm-hmm. 
That's, and her change happened. Her and Martin, they, but they made the change happen. Laws were passed with them. No laws can be passed because an NFL player sat down. Yeah. And because now it's seeming, it's seeming like NFL as a, because you know how NFL's a nonprofit. I brought mm-hmm. that up several times. They're they're becoming part of the leftist agenda. It seems. I don't know, mm-hmm. but just from little things that I'm seeing accumulate and come out, it's like hmm. Because, suppo- okay, suppose this is just what I've read throughout the throughout the day throughout the day, is that, you know, in the. Is it in the national anthem, like the law of the national anthem? Like you're you're supposed to stand, you're supposed to do this and that. Um, you're supposed to stand and put your hand on your right on the, on the left right. side, right? Right hand on the left on the left side of your body. Well, the NFL also has like rules and guidelines, especially for TV broadcasts. Mm-hmm. And yet, Roger Goodell allowed them to protest. So it's like, it's like, where's that medium? Yeah, you know, it's like, and one thing, and this, and this is, conti- let's just continue on this tangent that I didn't plan again mm-hmm. for 20 minutes, but uh, <laughs> uh, is like what I'm realizing and th- this is the hard part because you have your right extremists you have left you have your left extremists is that when you can find the balance there actually is harmony at least that's my conclusion mm-hmm. and there's a jordan peterson video which i'm not gonna put the link to because i'm gonna talk about i'm probably gonna talk about that particular video another day but he talks about essentially when you when you put your career at number one and you're you're putting 150 percent of your time and effort into then you're probably gonna be really good at your career. Mm-hmm. Now, in order to, to in order to prosper, in order to prosper as a societal animal, you're better off putting eighty percent at three different. So your career, family relationships, and then I think yourself. Mm-hmm. I think yourself is one of them because you've even talked about self self authoring, but in another video. But anyways, so so thinking about that, putting eighty at three panels instead of just one being really good. Right. Now, again, again, to reiterate, like, now, if you do the 100, you're going to be, and I wouldn't, seem, I, w- I wouldn't even venture to say, like, a Bill Gates or Warren Buffett, because they're just, like, they just happen to discover new things. Like, they, they just, they were entrepreneurial in that sense. Yeah. But let, I'm trying to think of an example right now, off the top of my head. Uh, someone that's done something already that, that made uh, an impact. Maybe even, like, a, like a Steve Jobs in the sense that he just wanted the computer to be better, mm-hmm. and he had a vision for that, but the computer was already created. Right. Where he devoted all his time to it. That's probably a, a good example that I, th- I think I can come up with it off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. And he was really good. But how was his relationship? How how was he seen yeah. by some of his workers, how employees? And his family too, no? And yeah, I if think at some point. Yeah, there I was like just turmoil. If I remember correctly about his personal life, it was, yeah. And, and, and that's okay. And, you know, and, and that's, that, this is what I love about Jordan Peterson. Like he brings up the, the both sides. But there's no left or right. It's just the matter of fact of your decision making. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so anyways, so that's my not conclusion because it's it's the thing is it's never gonna happen even tim ferris said the other day he's like you know what humans love to fight that's just a matter of fact we just get to do it in every single platform that we have available now we just have multiple platforms yeah that's the bottom line so he's <laughs> and he's like basically he said like you know for you all who who want total peace and harmony you're, it's it's bullshit like there's it's, it's never it's never gonna happen and and, I, and in that case then i i then digress and regress to them myself and my circle because why am I going to be spending t- too much time? The only reason why I'm bringing up this conversation is because it was this some... And he, we actually went to school with him. I'll tell you his name later. We went to school with him. Okay. And it gets why he's liberal. I, I get it. He's a hippie as fuck. He's, he's, he's hippie as fuck. At least to me, he's hippie as fuck. So I, I get it. But, but, uh, but I'm, hippie, I'm hipster in my own way. You know, I just have some 
basic traditional values I'm not willing to like take away, you yeah. know, to 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 uh, avoid or or not avoid to to simply cross out mm-hmm. because of oh because of this, you know, whatever. But anyways, we can we're at 21 minutes again. We <laughs> we did this again. Damn it. And good stuff. But and like I, I even journaled about this because I I really didn't want to bring it up on the podcast, but I did feel like okay, there's there's a common ground that you know I I still feel like I made progress today with with a human being who has different vo- points of view than me. I didn't do that today. Someone did bring it up at lunch. Mm-hmm. Coworker brought it up at lunch, and uh, she also brought up something that you know I don't know. I didn't I didn't read. I didn't hear it. She said that um, Jerry Jones had said something like anybody who does that mm-hmm. on the Cowboys team, any coach, any player, you know, will be fired. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and we were just there, and and I just I don't like to talk, you know, politics, religion, or money yeah. with coworkers. Mm-hmm. So <coughs> I was a little disappointed that that she brought it up, because it's like we're gonna have, you know, we're bound to have opposing views, and it's gonna s- create something, right? Yeah. And and I'm glad that I didn't have to say that, because uh, my co- the coworker next to me, he was like, no politics or religion. And I was like, yes, thank like, God, yeah, I didn't, yeah, right. I'm right, not gonna right. lie. This guy, he's not like my favorite, <laughs> just, just because <laughs> of you know little subtleties that I'm just like, man, you're, you're kind of a dick. But um, but today he, he earned some points. I was like, yeah, that's good. Good shit. Bro. That's good. And maybe maybe something like that, cause see, like in in a, in a table like that, there's too many points of view, so you don't have a conversation. Me, I chose I chose to just target this one guy who who has opposing views, but I had to ask the right questions, mm-hmm. because I I like I said, I was emotionally driven at the beginning. But then I, I had to calm down because, like, okay, no, 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 no. This is, this is part of solutions is having a dialogue that with – and people think solutions come out of, oh, this is the way it should be done. Well, let, yeah. let's ask more questions and see what the bottom line is. Because, like, like I said, at the end of the day, he mentioned race. He mentioned the national anthem. He mentioned something else. I'm like, those are three different I- topics that we can actually talk about. Sorry. Stop. These are three different – topics that we can argue about as a debate in three different hours you know like yeah. like like one hour will be one topic one hour will be the other topic and one hour will be the other topic there's three arguments and he, ha- he brings up all three i'm like okay that's where i stop because like dude like we could go on this spot forever yeah there's no central argument yeah i get you you know and to me it was too much of an accumulation we're like okay like i, I get it and that's where we stop me and you we and even then me and you rarely bring it up and even then like i said i didn't want to bring up but i wanted to bring mm. up the point of the conversation yeah the point of move with moving with life. That's what I'm, that's what that's the point. And I try really hard to to digress my my mind to create these questions that we're gonna hopefully get into in like five minutes. But uh, but me and you and we've brought we've talked about that since the beginning of like our conversations of like you know re- religion and po- politics. You know it, unless we're gonna find a solution mm-hmm. and sometimes the solution is not to talk about it, then we're gonna go. We're gonna One time I, I had a like a three hour long debate. <laughs> Um, it was about something that I, I, I was pretty passionate about, um, and I just didn't get it. Do you like, know what this topic was? Was it like dealing with religion or politics? Yeah, but I'd rather okay. not bring no, no, it up. No, 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 no it no, wasn't. It wasn't. Was it oh, it was partly, things? partly politics. Okay, not religion. Right. But um, yeah, Fair so I, debate. I had just met this guy, and then towards the end of the night, I don't know how how the topic came up, <laughs> but it did, and it, it caught me off guard. And I guess that's why that's why that speci- specifically that night I was so passionate about it. Because it caught me off guard. Like I, I, I was not expecting to even, you know, hear about the topic at all. And but it happened. Three hours debate, and that's why I get when you were talking about, you know, these, these are um, like three different things we can go on. Yeah. Because that's what happened between us. This one, this one topic kind of like stemmed out to 
to ethics and to and to you know your career and to it stemmed to different yeah, things. Yeah, different, you know, like different, too many roots, too many roots. Like wait, what? Yeah, let's, eventually, let's pick one and talk about it. Eventually, when I when I when I slowly detached, I was like, okay, wait, yeah, <laughs> wait, yeah. it's too much because you can then go on for another eight hours. <coughs> yeah, it was just in in and in my mind, really, it was kind of it was it was his um, not fault, but it was it was his doing of stretching this one topic to different areas of life. And I was like, well, th- there's something else. And I've t- I told you about this debate because I, at some point I told him, I was like, dude, it's all about accountability. If you're, if you're worried about how this one decision or th- this one tribe is going to affect your workplace and, or, or, you know, these ethics that you have to abide by and this and that, it's like you decided to go into this career. Like you're going to have to deal with these consequences. Y- you know them now because yeah. like, he's, he's in med school. So oh, as okay. a doctor, he was like having trouble – um, coming to terms with the topic that we were talking about. And I was like, you're telling me this now in your first year of med school, like, you know what you're getting into. Yeah. So don't, don't go complain. Like these are, these are things, these are hurdles, consequences, whatever you want to call them. Mm-hmm. These are things that you're going to be faced with in, Every day. in the workplace. Yeah. Oh, so, and that's t- I mean, th- I mean, for people listening, I mean, think about that being a doctor. I mean, if maybe, you know, a nurse, maybe, you know, a doctor, and I, I know a few nurses and you, I'm going to know one doctor to this guy, you know, I know, yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. And it's like, you know, well, actually, this was his friend. Oh, OK, his friend. Yeah. OK, so. So, OK. So either way. So like, you know, to put you, I mean, that, that's heavy. I mean, that's heavy. And that's one of the heavier stuff. One mm-hmm. of the heavier things that I you can't debate some of their ethics that they have to deal with. You know, some yeah. of it, you know, someone's like, man, that's, that's just out of my realm. But if you want if you want to bring up some stuff, you know, it's hard. And it, bottom line is that that something like that's hard. So, yeah. And, and it, it boiled down to I was like, dude, you're bringing in too many things that. They can be linked somehow, but it's not like part of the main topic. Yeah. And these things, you're you're kind of complaining, and you're complaining about things that you're going to be faced with in your workplace. And maybe you should reconsider. Yeah, yeah. If you're already, yeah, if you're already too deep into this, because because your maybe your values mm-hmm. go stem into that. Yeah. Then you you know it's, it's something you're going to have to consider heavily. Yeah. That's so crazy. Well, speaking of passionate, and speaking of uh, you know, I'm gonna try to sti- I'm gonna try to like just venture in here. Uh, my first question that came up because uh, this I will put for Jordan Peterson. It's uh, he, the dude whoever whoever does these like Jordan Peterson like excerpts, their clickbait is really good. Like as far as the title, the title of the clickbait is really good, yeah. and it makes me pressed because. But I, I also now know I'll never be disappointed. You know, with with the, with the little mini pieces of of Jordan's lecture. I, th- I talk to Jordan like if I, I talk about Jordan like <laughs> if I know. Him. Uh, yeah, me and Joe. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Man, if I knew his middle name, it's with a B. If I knew his middle name, I'd call him by his middle name. <laughs> but uh, Jordan Baller. <laughs> so on this video, it's called how to, the the video's titled "How to Be Successful," and he talks about Piaget. I don't remember the first name, but Piaget is a. He ended up being like basically a social psych, uh, social psychologist. That's not possible. He he was a psychologist of sorts, but he said, but Jordan Peterson never. Jordan Peterson said that he never considered himself or never considered himself psychologist however when he was an adolescent he talked about wanting to reconcile science with religion which is like mega yeah. which is I, that's hard as fuck but he said it gave him such a hard time as an adolescent that he spent his life's work on trying to do that trying that's to reconcile crazy, science with religion right so so what I got out of it, that, that's just a stand like that. I'm going to put this video up so you can watch it and you can take your own point of view. You can take your way out of it. But the question that I wanted to bring up was, was there anything or is there anything 
that drove you crazy or yeah was there anything that drove you crazy as an adolescent like you can maybe think about I, I know it's kind of off the cuff but it's one thing that caused that came on like something that maybe bothered you, bothered you so much that maybe it was one thing that you can remember to this day that did bother like man that was small it could be the smallest thing that maybe bothered you as a as an adolescent which adolescent i mean 12 13 14 you know those kids but bothered those me to the like with with what in mind or to what to what end I would say at this point, because of the stuff that we talk about, we talk about moving with life, we talk about growing, uh, it's, sturge, it's just sturgy enough to remember it today. It drove me crazy, like in a frustrating, angry way? Yeah, or? I would have to say yeah, some, something that, drove, that, that frustrated you, and I'm going to see if maybe we can stand this into something to current event, but the main thing I got was, yeah, like, it could be as general as possible, but just something that you actually remember today, you know, 15 years later, 10, 15 years later, that you're like, man, like that actually did bother me. Man, I don't know. I, I feel like there is something. So think of sixth, seventh, sixth, seventh grade. What were you going through? Eighth grade, ninth grade. Those four oh, years. Oh well, yeah. There was this one time. Yeah. Okay. This one time, um, it was uh, sixth grade. So in sixth grade, there's this one kid during our our lunch hour. Um, I forgot what he what he did. He maybe like pushed me or something, and and. And I I, ne I never really like I wasn't the type to like fight back. Mm -hmm. Just kind of ignored. Like he stuff physically like that. pushed you? Yeah, I think he physically oh, pushed shit. me, or maybe said something. Okay. I forget. <laughs> it was one of the two, but it but it led to him eventually. Like maybe he pushed me, I pushed him back, or whatever. Okay. Just, just like yeah, yeah, yeah. Super soft, so super quick. Yeah, super yeah. soft. But at some point, this kid came and like charged at me. Oh man. And I think I I just kind of put like my shoulder down or something. Um, to kind of deflect the hit, and he ended up falling. Um, and my sixth grade, she was English teacher, mm. was like either walking by or she yeah, was like on duty or something, and she caught that instant. And uh, and then yeah, she went and like wrote me up into something, and I was oh, like, shit. <coughs> I was like, I don't bother people. Like I I was I'm never the type to go. Like to bully, to to make fun right, of, right, right. At the or time, even or even have some sort of confrontation like that. Yeah, like I I steer away from of confrontation yeah. even now. Like <laughs> unless you know, unless it's it's a extreme, really provoked. Yeah, like to an, ex to an extreme yeah. that you're like, okay, no, this is crap. This is bullshit. Like you know. Yeah. Okay, I get that. You can continue. <coughs> Excuse me. So then, um, so yeah, she went and like wrote me up, and it bothered me because I had already been written up a couple times. Mainly just for for talking in class, you know, just being talkative, being a class clown type of deal, and I was like, this lady, like, yeah, yeah. really, like, you catch this one glimpse, you don't believe my story, and you, this is just adding to like the, the kind of what was then kind of like the trivial list of, of, uh, of my my menacing actions, like, I was really just talkative and a class clown at the time, and I got written up like a couple times. Mm -hmm. Um, but this one to me was like, it was more intense. It was, you know, it was there physical was with somebody yeah. and it wasn't really my fault. And I didn't even, like, she saw the guy charging at me, not me, yeah. you know, doing anything to him. All I did was kind of try to deflect and the kid fell. Man, that, I have, I have, okay, my, that's not my answer, but I have a s exact same story. And actually, you know who this guy is too, that I'll tell you later. Mm -hmm. And it may, it'll make total, <laughs> it'll make total sense to you. So in fourth grade, I had a little confrontation like that too. And I got a weak detention. Oh man! And, and but, and we but we're, what, what was interesting that I see now from a leadership perspective is that they set us both in the principal's office at the same time. So while they 
they got both of our perspectives, I know I didn't say what actually I should have probably said. Okay. I I was triggered, not even, no, I was already triggered, but that's not the right word. I was, because he was in the room, I didn't say what I, at least my side of the story. Right. Holy. Because I remember even saying, I remember saying, because I remember the principal then turned it to me. I was the second person to speak. And I'm like, well, yeah, it's kind of like what he said, and this is what happened. But what I said, this is, this, like, what, like what he said, that's, that's my quote. So if he said, if, if what happens is what he said, then that's what happened. Yeah. And so. There is a consensus. Yeah, there is a consensus. And <laughs> I do remember, however, being so afraid. Like, I've, I had never been in trouble. And, like, principal's office, like, what the hell? Like, yeah. you know, like. Like at that moment, I, I'm curious to ask, actually not think about now. We're talking about this, I'm curious to ask my mom her actual reaction, how she felt getting that phone call from the principal, because they called both of our parents in while well, we were there in the office. Mm-hmm. And I just remember because we got suspended that day, we got sent home that day. Dang, and then I thought mine was bad. <laughs> no, but that but that's how that's but how afraid I was of getting in trouble because right. I was such a, you know, quote unquote, I was such a good kid. Like I was I was afraid of getting right, up, get, dude, and. Okay, I mean, to put some more beans out there, I mean, this, my aunt's son is the name of the school. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. like, I don't have any clout. I have to act that much more responsible at the yeah. school. But the bar, Coach Vela, I mean, rest, rest, in, rest in peace, sorry, I lost my, lost my words, but, I mean, Coach Vela went to school with Freddie, mm-hmm. you know, and I've, I've had this podcast, you know, Freddie lost his kin, you know, of my family and however, however that works. But so so having that already at least on my shoulders, I already feel already felt that by then. Yeah. And then this actually happened where it was half my fault, but the reaction was the same. Where this student did the first action, or I did the reaction, I got caught. Yeah. Dang. So that that's where I want to time where it was the same thing where I got caught too. Mm-hmm. And so. Yeah, dude. I, that's I what happened. Super frustrated. That's interesting, you know, and wh- and what I what I what I'm gonna tell you just for the sake of reiteration, but like, you know, your introvertedness now, maybe ex- a little extra introverted <laughs> at well, times. You, yeah. I mean, it's different now. I mean, you have your frat, you know, you're you're a part of your own tribes now. You you found your way, but but it's just interesting how like these little things kind of stem at least leave a little hint because you haven't forgotten about it. I haven't mm-hmm. forgotten about it. I'll never forget about it. At least at least as long as, as, long as I have my like, memory, you know, yeah. like I'll never forget about. it. So I do will have to argue, and I do argue like you know where this stuff does have an impact. You know, and, and that's kind of my whole point of like these first, I guess, I don't know how many episodes, but at least investigating ourselves to yeah. then move forward, you know, so we can actually move forward in peace, you know, and I'm going to bring up a Warren Buffett quote and of this video I was watching and, you know, he says, you can only live forward. And that's his, that's his, one of his exact quotes. And he talks about, you know, when you make investments, because I guess he bought Berkshire Hathaway back in the day and it failed. Like it collapsed when he was, when he was the owner or whatever, however that worked. Mm-hmm. But like him and uh, his, I forgot his his business partner's name. But uh, they talk about you know they don't they don't, they didn't look at that failure anymore. They they let it be a failure and then they you know they let it be mm-hmm. and that was that. But he did say you know I, I you you can only live moving you can only live forward you know you can only live that way. You, yeah. you 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 don't want to spend too much time and so like I feel like us investigating ourselves will help us understand ourselves, help listeners understand themselves and then we can progress and actually move at least better you know maybe we don't move fully uh maybe fast enough Mm -hmm. or at least fast enough to our perspective but you know at least we can move with certainty that okay you know what this happened i learned 
and we can continue. Yeah. Because did you ever get in trouble again after that? Like ser- like something like that where you got written I up got, to that depth. I got not this next time I, I did get caught. There was this one kid who was I don't re- this time caught. I don't remember. <laughs> this time I don't remember really if it was me who started something or 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 the other kid. But um, <clears throat> what happened was that the reason I think we got caught was that it w- this was after school. We were waiting for our parents to pick us up, and his mom was like waiting for him mm. and saw us like messing around or you know whatever it was mm. um and i really forget i wish i could remember so i could clearly say oh it was my fault or it was his fault <laughs> yeah. but um but yeah so we got we got a little physical and then uh i think his mom called him over finally got his attention and then the mom called like an assistant principal over because he was kind of in another area on duty uh just didn't happen to see us right this was like i think like seventh or eighth grade so then he came over and he had a talk mainly with me because the kid left with his mom. Yeah, yeah. He, of you know? And, of course, his mom's there so he can only she, – she's only going to vouch for her son. I mean, yeah. She doesn't know any con- – she doesn't have any context. Yeah, so then so then that happened, and then the, the principal was there, and we were talking. And, uh, yeah, like, it turned out <laughs> to be really cool. Like, instead of just kind of accusing me or – Right, or he didn't he – didn't, he branding didn't, me as a right, bad kid yeah, or he, something. Yeah, he, or maybe he, he did, did brand me as a bad kid and said, the last thing you be. need is another write-up type of deal. <laughs> You know, that's, like fair, he didn't that's a fair assessment. Not like he knew my record right, just by right. seeing me. Yeah, yeah. But, but, but he uh, gave you some. <clears throat> he kind of gave me the benefit of the doubt and and actually kind of talked to me about it. Right. He's like, you know, when something like this happens, just let somebody know. Like, don't. Don't you know. do it yourself. Yeah. Don't take it to your own hands. Which, which from from that perspective, I think maybe, maybe he, the other kid started it, and um, because I mean he was telling me to you know if something like this happens, go go tell somebody yeah. t- something like that. Yeah. So yeah, I, I know. <laughs> I definitely kind of do that now, especially when I see like I, I'm able to spot quote unquote the good kids, mm-hmm. and they start hanging around with quote unquote the bad kids. They want they just need more attention. I've always said that, and I give them their attention. But what I tell the good kids is like, don't put yourself in that circle. I'm like you're very and I, w- I, I if I could I would say you're very fucking smart. Like <laughs> you're fucking smart. You don't put yourself in a predicament that you're gonna regret later on, you know. But but uh, but in that case, yeah, no, I definitely tell them don't do it. Like just. Stay, you know. And it's interesting because it's hard to have. I think you know, it's 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 not hard. It's just it's just a quite it's quite a task to try to help a student, especially under the age of fifteen. I mean, even fifteen. Luis is sixteen now, and I'm so you know I'm still talking to him like very in certain ways that I can hopefully get through his head. Like, hey, dude, like you're you're making decisions now that that are going to actually affect you and affect, and more than anything, affect your mindset. Yeah. More than anything, so I know I know it's definitely a predicament for that pr- principal who didn't see anything happen. He just got told by a per- mm-hmm. by a parent, so that probably helped your situation alleviate that. Where he came over, he's yeah. like, "Hey, whatever happened, just tell somebody, you know, re- just you yeah. know, whatever." And then he, I don't know how I feel about this, or how maybe I don't know how he interpreted um, the situation or interpreted me, but for a good like two weeks, he was kind of like checking up on me. Uh, after Interesting. I, like, after that incident, yeah, after that incident. If he'd see me, he'd call me over, and then we'd just start talking, like, about random stuff, you know? He was just – so I thought that was pretty cool. And right. now I think he's, like, head principal at a high school or something like that. He made his way Do up. Do you remember his name? So yep. you can tell me after. Okay, yeah. we'll talk about it later. Because I've, I've seen a few principals now, and I know more or less who's at where, and, yeah, that'd be pretty that'd be pretty cool to know which one that is. Um, so crazy. But, yeah, but yeah, I'm glad we went into this line because it's like, yeah, it, it for those li- – again, for those listening, like, 
I do firmly believe with all the stuff I've read and the stuff that we're just uncovering, it's like I do firmly believe a lot of this stuff has impacted your way of thinking. And it's somewhere out, you know, somewhere out there in the sense of it's somewhere in your head. It's somewhere in your yeah. subconscious that uh, the way Tony Robbins puts it is that, if, you know, there's everything's a memory. It's all about finding ways to bring it to the surface, mm-hmm. you know, it, to paraphrase, you know, his, his thought process behind the subconscious and how powerful, you know, these negative things have on you and, yeah. you know, what it what it'll make you. Uh, be in a sense of like risk adversity. We talk we talk about that and different things that make us make us essentially make decisions. Which even if you don't, if you think you're not making a decision, that's making a decision. So yeah, either way. Okay, now we can we can jump to the I guess part part three, which is pretty cool because we've actually done twenty minutes of intro, ten minutes roughly of like this particular topic, which is you know our past, mm-hmm. and now I I watched this so now we can transition I think smoothly, but uh, I was watching this. Warren Buffett video, which I'm going to put on, which is where I got the quote from, but it's uh, basically top 10 Warren Buff, top 10 things that make Warren Buffett a genius, something like that. Mm-hmm. Of course, there's a thousand of these clickbait videos that, like, now I just watch them all and I just, like, get something out of them, right? So, so uh, in these seven, he, he, he brings up different things, and and while I want to get into, like, the details, I'll probably will after, after you give your answer, but um, one thing he talks well actually let me give some context so hold on okay so of course Warren Buffett he worked here or he's worked in stocks he's t- he said he started investing at the age of 11 which is crazy right yeah. and so so you know one of the things that he got from Ben Graham which, which I believe is his, was his mentor was like treating the stocks as a business not as a stock market mm-hmm. so Essentially, and that's what I do now when I'm thinking about, okay, what stock am I going to buy? You know, my next lump sum that I want to put in later on. It's like, okay, when prices go down, you want to buy a ton. You know, I'm kind of kind of just anticipating that bull market to come because we haven't had one in, you know, s- since 2009. Yeah. And so we and we talked about that and, you know, and stuff like that. But, uh, you know, he, ta- he does talk about, you know, st- stock market brokers make their money by taking that, by, is it, by activity. And essentially, he says, us, we make our money by inactivity. Yeah. So what I got out of that, and because he, he actually says overstimulation. I was like, oh, my God, perfect. And what I, so what I want to tie in is us, the stimulation of what we have. Because now circumstances have changed a little bit. We now have digital media everywhere in the palm of our hands. So my first question is, how do you feel about the focus of society today versus your society? Like you as an individual – in comparison or with society and the people that maybe you interact with and what you see on social media, you're, you're a big user of, of Snapchat. So I know you use that media source more heavily than others. Mm-hmm. And how, how do you feel like that fits in or obviously doesn't fit in, but you know, uh, I guess maneuvering through society individually and then seeing p- how people use their, their media accounts. Man, I don't know. I feel like, <coughs> like on a personal level, People, f- people use it to. It feels sometimes. I guess it depends on who you look at, right? But they use it either to kind of show how, maybe not great, because sometimes I've gotten this from from people that I know, people that follow me on Snapchat. They're like, "Man, like, well, you think you're all cool because this and that," and they see different things going on on my on my social media right, and yeah. I'm like, isn't that amazing? Yeah. And I'm like, what do you mean? I just had a burger. Right. <laughs> like, right, right. Stuff like that, you know, 
Did and <laughs> yeah, we'll continue. I got, I got so I don't, I don't know because I feel like sometimes it feels like people just kind of trying to show off the positive and the, the good stuff in their life, um, which, I mean, if, w- if that helps you thrive, then go for it. Right. As long as you're not infringing on anybody else's, you know, rights or, or liberties, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I feel like uh, other people sort of, and I, I don't see this as often because I try to, I try to surround myself with level-headed, at least op- optimistic or not super pessimistic. You're Re- realistic and optimistic yeah, people. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. So well, we've, I even brought that up one time. I, talk, I brought up reality, and I and I, I said, you know, I'm, I'm realist. I'm realistically optimistic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So <clears throat> I feel like sometimes people also go on social media to, to just vent and like, you know, woe is me. This happened. This happened. My life sucks, and. Um, I don't know, man. I, I just feel like you always have to be careful what you put out there. And and lately, I've caught myself being a little more strict about what I put out, even on Snapchat. Even though it's gone, you know, in 24 hours, mm-hmm. um, I, I find myself really debating. I was like, do I really want to put this out there? Because then someone somewhere is going to associate this one thing you did. And it might, you know... They're just saying in Spanish, it says something like, I'm going to say it in English. It says something like, you know, don't, go, don't do good things that seem bad. So you never know how people might interpret your actions. Yep. So not, not that I really, I mean, not that I care to the extent where I'm watching my every move. Mm-hmm. But sometimes I'm like, you know, is this going to make me look like a total dick? Yeah. Because yeah. I also don't want to come off like that like way. Like a Josh, we call it douchebag <laughs> Josh's. So. Yeah. Like <laughs> I also don't want to yeah. come off that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, just because I'm trying to be more more um, vigilant about the people around me, I I don't know. We brought about we brought up burning bridges, right? Yeah, we did. And I books go. I don't always purposely burn bridges, and now I'm I'm very I'm trying I'm actively trying not to burn any bridges because you just never know, you never know, and it's not. I'm not trying to say that I look at every individual as just, you know, another number or an asset to me or yeah. no, that's not the case. I just I just think that if we disagree on maybe one level, that doesn't mean we we can't do business in a sense or we can't right. help each other right. in in, in some else. other way. Yeah, yeah. Other way. So, I try to at least have a a neutral to to positive relationship with with everybody I know. Yeah. Unless we really at the core values like we can't get along. Then, uh, yeah, if you get to your value word, yeah, you just you got you, and it's interesting like getting to that level. I haven't gotten to that level in a very long time. Mm-hmm. I've just, I've I've kind of like let, because what I've seen is like s- in a situation like that is that if you can just leave it alone, it dissipates anyways. You know, kind it kind of does yeah. dissipate. You know, kind of just you know. Yeah, it's instead like of you don't, fighting you don't have for your right with something you disagree with, like well you fucking disagree, like why are you gonna? Mm-hmm. And some people do that. Yeah. Because they want to keep arguing, keep arguing. It's like w- at some point, why? No. Yeah. You know, no, it just, it's a waste. For me, at least it's a waste of time. It's like, no. And sometimes, you know what? Sometimes I don't even have anything better else to do. I have, but I know I I don't have to argue. (laughs) You know, Mm -hmm. I know that I don't have to prove my point of view at some point. Yeah. I really dislike having to prove my point to people because it's like, if I have to try to sway you this way too hard, too too much, much, then it's not even worth it. Like you're, you're going to be too stubborn about it. I'm not going to sway you. That's not my, my job. I don't want to you know, shove my thoughts and beliefs down your throat either because that's not, that's not how it works. Yeah. So we're just better off going our separate ways. Right. And some, some, and you actually, that's funny you brought that up as far as like shoving like your ideals down and, and, and I, I, at some point, even recently, like that, that 
that moment crossed my mind. I'm like, man, am, am I trying to do that? Am I trying to do that with like moving with life? And it's like, and I, I can honestly say like, no, I, I, okay, at least I don't feel like that. It's just questions and things that I've now taken the way Tim Ferriss is taken from a bunch of people. I'm now taking from a bunch of people that I feel like are effective to help you live happy. Like, I mean, yeah. that's my bottom line is being happy. I would hope that our listeners have a, you know, they know themselves well enough. They have their own sense of identity to know that if what we're saying doesn't doesn't go, that they don't agree, then, you know, don't listen. You do yeah, have yeah. the option to turn us off, turn us down, not, you know, not listen, not tune in. Um, so, yeah, in that sense, I, I do agree that, you know, we're not shoving yeah, yeah, no, by any anybody's means. throats no, because no, no. everybody has a choice and you should have, like I said, your own sense of identity, your own thoughts to know whether this this flows with your life, with yeah. your thoughts and beliefs. With your projects. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, funny thing, I, just wa- I, just wa- I, wa- I want to digress on purpose just for a second because I was listening to a Tim Ferriss podcast and I may, may or may not put, the show, the, put in the show, I probably will, but uh, once I really listen, I'll know. But uh, either way, he talks about when he went to South by Southwest for his first time, which was like 2007, for our work, we had just been written, so he had some few like pre, pre-shipped copies or whatever, and so he went to South by Southwest, and all he did was, I think he went, I think this was the one where he went to basically the blog, like, green room. Like, all the blog, all the famous bloggers that right, were in right. town, I think I think that was the event. If not, you can listen back to South by Southwest, the episode. I, I'll put you put in the fucking show notes so you can listen to it, because <laughs> I, I can't remember right now. My point is that, because someone asked, like, how do you get your pitch to, like, the guy? You know, that one, that top blogger, that top tech guy, that top yeah. entrepreneur, whoever. And he says, "Be nice to people," and yeah. and and this, but and this is the point. So he was at this particular, at this he was there at this building at the particular time, and he started talking to the lady at the entrance, and and they had a good conversation. He's like, "Hey, how's it going?" And he, but Tim Ferriss went in with a plan. He's like, he's like, he already knew what he wasn't gonna do, mm-hmm. so he just made conversation. He would kind of, so he, he ended up making the most conversation with the lady at the door. Turns out, the lady at the door is the number one's wife. Dang. You never know, and this is where I'm. I this I am careful with with how I talk, and how you know how I talk, and you know what I'm gonna say next mm-hmm. because like he's like, and that got him the personal email that got him his contact for future reference, whatever whatever he ended up doing yeah. with the, with this person that he wanted more information from, and he didn't say the name. The point, and this this is as far as I want to digress, is you never know that person at the entrance. I told you about Mark today brian about we i went to have some uh this is a totally like unaffiliated like shout out to ranch house burgers in mission texas because they had some badass barbecue and i got to taste the burger too and it was amazing um but so this guy mark he he was under stress and but him being in that way is like it kind of made me curious like i want to go back for one to have a conversation with him and then second would be to have food right because the food's really good but I'm like, man, like, I, I really want to talk to this guy. Like, I, I wonder, because now my mindset, now I think about, you never know who that person is. You never know who that is. Yeah. Uh, we actually have this client at Nine Round, and I, I now, I'm, because of this particular episode, I'm not like, fuck, like, I need, I need to treat her better. <laughs> like, not that I treat her bad, but for me, for me, this is very, on a personal level, for my, for, it's, this is a me thing. It's hard to motivate a person who, like, just, doesn't show doesn't seem like they want to be there mm-hmm. now i know it's pretty much my job to help motivate people to help be better 
But when you come in at nine o'clock in the morning and just like you're just like slouchy, not even sluggish. Not sl- sluggish is not the right word. Slouchy, which is that's the only way I can think of it. Yeah. It's like man. But since last like Thursday, I was like shit. Like I just I just need to, I need to not do that. You know I, I now while I still think it for the most part because like no, there's been no change, and it's like man, it's and that part's difficult. But at least my approach has is gonna change because like okay you know what. Like, you know what? She doesn't deserve, she's all, but this, I also have to do this. She's, she's also a human being. Mm-hmm. She has no, I have no right to treat her otherwise. Right. So with that, for, like I said, this was a me thing where I realized later on, I'm like, okay, you know what? Don't be an asshole. You know, just because she's slouchy, well, just help her as, be, as, as much as you can. Whatever she allows, whatever the client allows you to do, then, okay, that's what I'm going to do. We're, again, pushing the valleys on somebody. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I can't do that. They don't want no part of it. Okay, then I'm, I'm, I'm going to help you. As much as I can, as much as you're willing to let me, and I gotta let that be. Yeah. Um. And that's that. So, so to get back, because I digress there. As far as um, as far as the client, and then Mark, you know, this guy, this this uh, waiter, um, super uh, interesting guy. I just main thing I got, main thing I told him like when when we had finished paying our tab and whatever, I also told him like, hey dude, I'm like, relax. And go through movies. Cool thing is he's like he he said well he says he hadn't missed like an he hasn't messed up an order yet for the day. Mm-hmm. I was like hey take a deep breath. Go like I I said go because I I know I definitely felt you know uh, like that's a that's a center that I can already help at as far as just just a little control, a little discipline, mm-hmm. and you're in the self to like hey dude like if you know that you're not doing bad and you, and you know that. That you're, that if you know, because like I had to argue for him is like he seemed like he was doing the best he could with what he had. Right. I'm like, if, as long as that statement's true, then you're good. Take a deep breath and just go through your motion. You know, go through the motion, go through the motion, which is really cool. So, to continue to the next question, um, as far as being overstimulated, do you think you personally are being over feel overstimulated by your surroundings, by whether it's at the workplace with the phone or you know your environments? Overstimulated, like in like in a positive sense, like I'm getting too much joy out of something. Do you, th- okay? Do you think is is okay? I guess that would be one question. What you just said, you know, mm-hmm. getting joy out of it. Now, if you are or not, either way, you know, do you see it as a positive or like maybe? What do you get overstimulated in that makes you that that's positive, and what do you get overstimulated in that's maybe a negative? Like, oh man, I maybe that you wouldn't stop doing. But something that that it's kind of like in it's kind of like, like let's say your phone, like you know it's it's easy just to scroll and you are yeah. you doing things and you get Sometimes. overstimulated. I think what I meant more was like um, massive information, like just information overload. I think that's what I meant. By, I okay. think that's what I mean by overstimulation. More more information overload. How do you feel about that? Man, for sure at the workplace sometimes it's it's like when I have to when I have to make like analyses on financials and sometimes there's just too many variables to pinpoint why, you know, why certain financials are, are the way they are. And it's just like, I, c- I can't give you just one answer because there's so much information, so many variables. Yeah. That's frustrating. And I guess if, if you want to go back to, you know, overstimulating in the, in, in the negative sense, it's, it's frustrating to, to have s- so much information and for me to kind of make a call or and say it's because of this when I know that it's like all of these things. There's so many. Yeah, there's five variables, not just one. Yeah. So 
and they want you to put it into like a, a macro, like one point, one consensus, one basically, consensus point. Basically, basically, yeah. So that's that's one one area where information overload is just it it's too much, and and it's it only becomes too much because of the product, the end product that I have to that I have to deliver, okay. which is like yeah. like you said, you know, it's it's one statement or when no, dude, no, it's a meta statement yeah. for like. 20 variables yeah. 20 different possibilities that it Vers- could be. versus information overload like in in my personal like like uh entrepreneurial goals things that i want to achieve if i go and research it it's a lot of information but i can quickly derive what i need and what works for me because it's me you know it's not it's not something that someone else is imposing on me it's yeah. something that i can i can quickly judge and say this will work for me this is the path i need to take right and the overload you know, quickly just kind of narrows down, boils down to a set of, you know, specific rules or specific uh, guidelines that that'll that'll take me to where I need to be. Right, because even you even mentioned when you got here that you felt like you were a little distracted. You were looking at some housing, <coughs> just housing, you know, in general. Yeah, and housing and in like general. you were just you were just distracted, and it it it, aff- it affected your work. Yeah, and even that wasn't wasn't so much overload because I was kind of just exploring. But you it know? took your focus. Yeah, it took my focus. Um, I was just kind of, I, I, I was wandering, mm-hmm. wandering in, right. in that specific um, research, I guess, that yeah, I yeah, was yeah. doing. Yeah, right. Yeah, you, you, you just get into it. It's interesting. Like, even uh, going back to, like, Jocko's little, it was Facebook Live, and uh, someone asked on the questions, like, you know, I haven't, I'm, I'm trying to figure out what to do next, you know, do you have any advice? Like, well, do something. <laughs> like, don't don't sit. Like, yeah. pl- like if any, if anything, like, I mean, essentially begging. Like, just please don't sit there. And I, I have to argue that. That's why we're moving with. That's why we're moving with life. You know, we're trying to we're trying to just at least stimulate some type of body. I mean, body some movement. Brain brain movement. Yeah, some some type of movement of of brain work. Just just to to maybe something strikes your head and you, you take off with that idea and you create something freaking awesome. You know, whatever. Yeah. Uh, but it's interesting how how that works. Now. In the case of, uh, like, let's say that what took your focus overnight, like last night into this morning, uh, how does that affect your decision making? Like, as far as like m- whether to make a decision or not, or uh, I, I guess I, w- I don't, I don't know if I want to get that general, but that's all I can think of right now, because it has, it now has your attention. So, like, how maybe how long do you wait until you make a decision? Now, there's stem, uh, extenuating, you know, factors that yeah. we're waiting on. But with certain things, it, if I know exactly what I want, then I won't make my decision until kind of those those parameters are met. Mm-hmm. And it, it just depends. Sometimes I can I can say no, that's that's not what I'm looking for, and that's not something I'm willing to kind of um, negotiate. Yeah. And other times it's like, well, you know what? I ac- this actually works better. <coughs> so because I'm kind of like picky like that with certain things, it it just depends. Uh, right. The overflow. Well, okay, well, because it depends. What is your final fact? What is your what is your final factor? Uh, would you okay? Would you say it's okay? So you find something that takes your focus. Mm-hmm. Then you start doing your research. You start, oh man, maybe I could do this. Maybe I could do this. Maybe I could do this. A, B, or C, right? Mm-hmm. So what is your final driver to say okay, yes, w- okay, parameters are met, but you're still hesitant. What's your final driver? I don't know. If the parameters are met, I feel like. You would just jump in. Just or jump you, in. You have enough to, or not ne- not necessarily like dive in, but at least start start making that motion. Okay, so so what do you think it would take to di- to dive in? 
It's very general. I I, yeah. I have I have somewhat somewhat of an answer, but I don't. I want, I'm just trying. I'm trying to also improve on this just tangent. You know, this this mm-hmm. formulaic question asking. So, I'll kind of narrow it down a little bit. In order, like in in an entrepreneurial business sense, what would the one the one thing that would really allow me to to dive in if all all parameters are met? I found. Let's say I found a product I like or I found a business, a service, whatever it is. Yeah. If I find everything and my channels are, are in line, the one thing that would really allow me to dive in is just money, like financial security. Okay. If I have the money to fund everything and sort of experiment to where I'm not so I'm not so like focused on, wow, like I can't afford to lose that cent. I can't afford to make that mistake then yeah you know i can dive in and and sort of play with the business plan with the model play with it you know in real time mm. and yeah, i'm yeah, not yeah. afraid to to lose 10 dollars a year 100 dollars there like yeah. i i what about putting a 200,000 dollar mortgage on your house oh man that that would be that would be too much risk too much it's too much Is at it too stake too much for you <coughs> you don't you don't think it might drive you harder to want it to succeed to want it to be a success it's, it's, it's totally just, different terms yeah, now, it's, man. Because I have an example that I'm going to talk about. I mean, we can probably talk about this particular. It's a Jocko up pocket podcast mm-hmm. episode. Origin. Origin USA. We talked yeah. about it briefly. But he. Maybe know, maybe because I, I, I don't know. I was having a conversation earlier with somebody that I said, I'm not, I'm not, you know, that, that passion, that drive that we talk about. It's like I still haven't found that one that thing. thing. Basically, that one thing that I'll dive in for, I haven't found it. That's fair. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know. Maybe you know, w- with the right, the right uh, goal in mind. They would just say, "Yep, you know yes. what? Yeah, sorry, like, let's yeah, let's do this now." Yeah, that's that's fair. I, I, like I said, I'm just, I'm just trying to continue this questionnaire. You know, trying to just move through this, through this conversation because, uh, my okay, because even because the reason why I bring up like the two hundred thousand dollars because like, at least, but but you're financial was good as far as like if you, f- if you find that one thing it's emotion that leads you to, to yeah. get past get past uh money mm-hmm. and that's all i want to say was like emotion emotion mm-hmm. now the reason why i want to bring up emotion here at the end of the, at the we're, we're just about wrapping it up here but emotion at the end very on purpose because right now starting from even this conversation started at the beginning the first 20 minutes we're talking about you know the political atmosphere right now and whatnot but you know i one thing I want to start stating here that I feel is important is that, you know, emotion should be your final driver, not your primary driver. And I brought, I think I brought this up briefly, whether like whether me and you in conversation, I, I don't even think I've brought, brought it up off the mic yet or on the mm-hmm. mic. This is the first time I bring it up on the mic, but using emotion uh, to be your final driver to make that jump. Because you do believe it enough, you know, and of course, yeah. like this, is, we, uh, and the funny thing is, like, like me and you, and even Eddie, Eddie, Eddie's brought up, you know, where he has, he's like, what well, depends, like that, that's some of his answers sometimes. That's, that's my answer sometimes. That's your answer sometimes. But, like, uh, and but once we get, once we can get past, it just depends, you know, those final drivers that I do feel like, okay, they are important, you know, like we we do need to be able to detach. And now I'm trying to speak more generally, in a in a third person point of view because it's like. One thing that I posted on, I did post on Facebook. I, r- I already posed, but it's like, okay, I, I just had enough of just seeing both sides, right, argue back and forth. Mm-hmm. 
but it's like man like it's all driven by emotion and and all i all i put today was like my my feelings aren't important and i know that things are gonna get worse before they get better that's my conclusion right now at this very moment is that it's gonna get worse before it gets better but i'm willing to see it out and i am willing to see it out but it just it's just interesting you know, the way things have changed, you know, how we feel, the way, aside from how we brought up that has stimulated these feelings that we put, we want feelings to be put first. It's like, well, no, your you're feeling, feelings should, feelings should get hurt all the time. At least mm-hmm. that's, that's something that I think is being overseen now. And then, and then I have to argue that people wonder, oh, why, why do people act like this? Well, how were they treated? How, how did, how do they, how do they feel? How, how was your past that made them? How, okay. How was your past to make you feel the way you feel now? You know, like stuff like that, right, stuff yeah, that yeah. just stuff that triggers you that you don't allow for detachment, which extreme ownership. That's mm-hmm. that's one of the principles in there that I do follow. I, and sometimes it's hard for me too. like today. I'm like, oh, my God, like I, I like, no, like this is not right. But then also I'm not in the right because I'm I'm thinking on emotion, not not like, OK, let me just f- see. Let me try to learn about this guy. You know, that I, like I said, I, I won't say I'm not going to say his name yeah. because I haven't talked to me. We, like I said, we went to high school with him. Like you'll know his name, but uh Stuff like that. So I, I, that I'm glad we got to this because I, I wanted to bring up the fact of emotion, deci- decision making, and putting aside our own ego to act. People from both sides talking about finding solutions and nothing's being fucking done about it. Because I think I think people believe each side believes they have the solution. The ultimate in a total yeah in like a total bias manner. Say like, well the solution isn't isn't only to benefit you know one party. And that's why, and I mentioned this briefly also at the beginning, like I, I'm a very more big of a believer that we're not going to find total harmony 50-50, but ima- imagine even a 55-45. Because right now it's not even that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't even care which side, but I know that it'll be a much better environment. And I'll, f- I'll feel happy about my younger cousins growing up in that type of world. You know. Because uh, obviously 50-50, eh. 49 Fifty-one, forty-nine is also a stretch, but you know, if we can get to a forty-sixty, because it's—I don't even think it's even at that. You know, I think it's at least from my perspective. That's maybe the pe- that is the pessimistic part of me that I don't see it that optimistic. But but me and you, Brian, know enough cool people that we surround ourselves with. That, that again, this is as far as like the political conversation is going to go in this podcast. Yeah, is finding a real dialogue. Dialogue. I'm down for a dialogue. And it's funny because I, I can bet in person. I probably wouldn't react. It was easier. For, it was in this situation. In this situation, it was just better for me to talk over the computer, about my phone, and because in person, I if if that person would have raised their voices or try to prove how they're right, why? Well, naturally, I'm human too. My ego's gonna rise. But yeah. I did want to conclude today with talking about emotion, decision making, and ego. Now, if you want to get the basis of my mentality, read Extreme Ownership three times. Watch all of Jocko podcasts, listen to all his episodes, and then start stemming from there, and and uh, because that's that's just a mindset that has helped me get to where I am now. And Brian, you mentioned like you know people people react to some of your photos and stuff, and it's like well just go and do it. Yeah. And it's like I uh, I uh, I posted a picture of the Grand Canyon when me and you went. Me and me and you, we went when we were in high school, freshman year of high mm-hmm. school. We went to the Grand Canyon, blah blah. blah. Well, we went again two years ago. It's actually been exactly two years ago to the to the month. It's been yeah. two years. And uh, and people are like, oh my god, that's so cool, whatever, and whatever. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I mean, we win, whatever. And and no one, I, for some people know about the road trip, some people don't. And and uh, but like stuff like that, you know, it's like just go and do. Bottom line.
I think that was my reaction to to one of those comments actually when they were like, "Oh, you're always doing this." You're so, like, or you're so lucky. So we'll do it. Have like, you gotten any of those lately? I, have, I haven't any more things. I, I say thank God because, like, come on, guys. Like, do you want I me to plan a trip for you? No, I got something like that, but it was it was something very like minimal. It wasn't so much about traveling or you know, it was something like, "Oh, I'm I can afford to leave work like 30, 40 minutes early because." You know, work my ass off all week type of deal. <laughs> like, I've I've got... I earned this. Yeah, basically. <laughs> like, oh, you're so lucky. Like, no, I kind of worked my ass off all week. <laughs> I kind of uh, kind of hauled ass the first, you know... Yeah, but, but no, not not, not on, not on like, bigger, like, um, life events. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, uh, but, but I have had, you know, like, oh, wow, like, you know, you do this and this and that. Right. I was like, well, do it. Like, it's nothing a little planning... Maybe a little money can. Yeah, yeah. And even then, dude, we saved for a year. I saved. I, I. You're already working, but I had to save for a year. Like yeah. I, I was only, I was only gigging at that time. I was mm-hmm. only making gig money, so I was yeah. doing that and driving back and forth still trying to finish. Yeah, and I had planned ahead because I, I had, it was so I had gone to my first like music festival in March, and then I bought my car in May, and then and then All the road trip saving. in September. All yeah. has to save for yeah, the September trip. I, I needed. Like we had a, already planned that. I need like a little rush. <laughs> A little like uh, a, f- a flash saving little season. Yeah, uh, oh, there's a word for. Um, uh, uh, we're in the same mind. We're, <laughs> we're like in a in a fight or flight of saving. <laughs> fight yeah. of taking fight or flight Something to say like to that. say like, you know, urgency. Urgency is the word I was looking for. That's the word I was looking for. Anyways, urgency of like oh shit, like the, the chips coming up. We need to, I need to save for it. And for me, I, we had known about it, so I'm like, I just need to save money. Bottom line, and, th- and then we planned it, and you know, we knew how much money we needed, but I just knew I wanted to make the, the trip work with X amount of money, which the X amount is a thousand bucks. We made it happen seven yeah. days, and um, in a gas guzzling car, in a gas guzzling car, in like a a high gas price market too. Yeah, yeah, because we went the total <sighs> West Coast, so you can imagine from here to L.A. We went to Beverly Hills. Of course, a lot of the in-town stuff we didn't have to worry about driving, which was good. But mm-hmm. the overall trip, either way. Thousand bucks, we made it happen. We're gonna. I was saying, actually talking to Brian. Uh, now we're gonna start venturing into the into the closing. But uh, I was talking with Brian yesterday. Well, I'm just texting yesterday as far as like I don't know if I want to do an ebook as well as like talk about it in the podcast. You know, do both. I I feel like because I just feel like we could be very, we can be as descriptive or more descriptive through book. And I and I I feel like that would be a, at least a channel yeah. that I feel like we could we could use to fulfill this this story that we do have. Cause it yes yesterday was like man because I, like I said I posted that that and the only reason why I posted that Grand Canyon picture was because of all the political shit. I posted at two p.m. after the first games had started at noon. Yeah. And all this stuff was already coming up social media. I'm like you know what? And I actually put I put let me let me steal your attention for a second. And that's all I want, just a second for you guys to click on this. And I know there's enough people that that do follow my social media that will click on it. So I'm like you know what? If I can just help stimulate their brain for a second and get them off of the whole, you know. Mm-hmm. American versus un-American opinions. Yeah, then we can do that. Um, so we're done. Good conversation. I feel alleviated. <laughs> I do feel alleviated because it j- for me, at least for me, as much as I try to uh, stay on a path where what I think I start with, and then certain you know societal events happen, mainstream events happen. That's like you know what, sometimes it needs to come out. But yeah. But even with that, again, creating dialogue. I'm all, I'm, I'm, and like I said, now maybe uh, with the attempt of trying to have open door policy, if you all are scared, hopefully I see you in person then, and we can just have some, have a cup of tea. Well, I'd have to. You can have coffee if you like coffee. I'm, it's cool, you know. But uh, hopefully I see you in person, and we can 
we can have our conversation of our own. Coffee's just not my cup of tea. <laughs> Essentially. So that's that. Brian, if you want to, we can just get into some quick social media and get yeah, out of here. Yeah, go. Uh, I haven't been very active. I just realized I haven't been very active on Twitter. Um, you can still follow me, I guess. <laughs> Check out some old stuff. Speaking you want to scroll Twitter, through. Speaking of Twitter, I, it's active. I, I, erased, I erased the app. I know how long really? I have that. I, I, you know, I, I finally came to the conclusion in my head where I was like, you know what, I, I have no, I have no use. Mm-hmm. I get no, no more email notifications, and I had, don't have the app on my phone anymore. I, had, I made that jump. Like yeah. I, it was enough to where it w- I look at my phone, and I click it, knowing I was gonna exit out right away. Yeah, it's done. So that that was that was my action. That's my. I don't know what's gonna happen, but that that was yeah. my action for that. I, I kind of want to get more more into it because I'm I'm a little. I was very into Twitter before I I. I integrated again with uh instagram mm-hmm. and now i'm just kind of browsing more on instagram um because it's visual i'm a visual yeah. guy yeah um i just prefer pictures so yeah so but i kind of want to get back into twitter i just need to follow some some interesting people <laughs> 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 no offense no offense to the people i currently follow i was interested enough to follow them at yeah, some you're point right, yeah, but i feel like now there. i'm kind of shifting a little bit so um but yeah you can go ahead and still follow me on on uh on twitter um Look up uh, at Brian Alejandro underscore B R Y A N A L E J A N D R O underscore, and same goes for Instagram. And then again, uh, Fiverr.com. If you need any Excel stuff, go ahead and s- shoot me a message or just hire me flat out if you <laughs> if you trust me. Right. Yeah. Um, and I, and like I said, I I st- I still owe Brian a review. That's my fault, but. We'll, we'll, t- we'll talk about it right now. Okay, I'm, I'm, but um, I'm but I'm vouching for him. I mean, okay, if you don't fucking believe me, oh okay, fuck you then. <laughs> right? What, we can't. At some point, at some point, if you we don't believe me, you're wrong. <laughs> at some point, we can only say so much, you know, before people take action. So yeah. we're here, you know, we're we're live, we're, you know, we're in, you know, we're we're real people that we just, you know, we're just trying to better and help, you know. We hope that people, you know, like I said, get something out of this. But uh, anyways. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So look me up on Fiverr. Same handle minus the underscore. Uh, for moving with life, movingwithlife.co. You can find everything there. My fault on missing the blog post for today. Today's Monday, so this won't be out till Thursday. But Monday, the blog. I I missed the blog post. Like I said, honestly, my mind was just so clustered. And I, could, I even had to journal to like just get some of this stuff out of my head. And it was stuff that's not relevant to growing. It's just you know, it's it was personal enough of point of view that it's like okay you know what no this 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 doesn't this gives no value to anybody this is for my you know future reference of okay, okay this happened then this happened then so um moving with life.co is the website um i know i had mentioned uh i wanted to bring gonzo and eddie on for the founder i didn't forget but given some circumstances that gonzo went through last week i was like you know what let's just wait i'm gonna put it off another week so hopefully hopefully uh this coming week we will get i will get the guys together We'll get the band together and knock this out. Um, and yeah, decisions, st- stuff that has your attention. Make some remarks for yourself, and then you know, make a decision, and you know, let let the, let your emotion, let your driver be your emotion to make that dive, whatever that may be. Let, you know, it's interesting that we're taking our, f- we're we're looking for this, we're looking for ourselves. You know, we haven't found anything that says, okay, this. I'm willing to quit everything for this. You know, we're right now, like for me, I'm playing music. I'm doing the podcast. I'm trying to develop this website and give value. You know, it's all free. You know, I'm not, I'm asking for any, any money. Uh, 
And, uh, you know, whenever, whenever you, if you catch me at a show, you know, I'm, I'm having the time of my life. And I just want everybody to feel that same emotion. If we're talking about emotion, I want people to feel that too. So uh, the quotes I want to leave with, I'm going to leave with two quotes. And the first one has to deal with Jocko's, his comments talking about, you know, the men and women who have sacrificed past, present, and future. And, and he says, he, his final stem on that was, that's what I do. I stand. And that was one of the quotes is, that's what I do. He was like, you know what? People fought. People died. People are fighting right now. People forgot that there's, there's a war going on right now. I, I even miss it myself I'm a, you know, as a civilian. You know, I get so caught up in whatever mainstream and non-mainstream stuff. I'm just living. But he's like, at least for him. And, and so my final quote is from Marcus Aurelius. And this came out today on the, on the Daily Stoic. The best way to avenge yourself is to not be like that. <laughs>